Welcome, welcome, welcome to the art of idiocy. The art of idiocy. The art of idiocy. The art of idiocy. That's right, coming to you directly from Scorpion Ranch, located in Tacoma, Texas, a lawless little town right outside of Austin. Here we are with the art of idiocy. Hey, 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 hey. How's everybody doing there? Welcome to another podcast of the art of idiocy. I'm Brian Newton Fuller, and we're coming to you live from Scorpion Ranch in Jacoba, Texas, a lawless little town outside of Austin. All right. Good job. I hope I was a little, little. I hope everybody's having a good time today. I know I certainly am. I, uh, I'm getting ready to, to tell you a story today from my book, The Art of Idiocyer, which all these stories are from my books, The Art of Idiocyer and The Art of Idiocy, live versions of sad, sordid tales coming to you. And this one today is one that I'm definitely a little bit, uh, I have to admit, I'm kind of a little bit embarrassed about it, but it's a story that needs to be told, uh, if nothing else, just a warning to to anybody out there that actually thinks for even a minute that uh, they should be living their their sad little dreams. <laughs> I say sad dreams, I mean twisted dreams, uh, because this is sort of what this story is along the lines of. So, if this is a cautionary tale, a cautionary, and I can't. I can't emphasize the word cautionary enough for people to not do this. Do not, for the love of God and all that is holy, ever do what I'm about to tell you that I did, <laughs> okay? Because uh, all this happened in college uh, through my uh, my college career. And by the way, when you use the term career uh, right after the word college, that's not a good sign. That's not a good sign right there uh, because me... I was there way too long because I was drinking way too much uh, when I was uh, in college. Not at the end, but definitely at the first of it. Uh, my first year, uh, whenever, let me just tell you this way. If you're in college and your blood alcohol level is higher than your GPA, time to take stock. Time to take stock right there. That was me. I was out of control, and, and this is a story to prove how bad out of control that I was. All right. My first year, I went to the University of Oklahoma uh, just because it was a place to go drinking. Um, I joined a frat, which for most people, joining a fraternity, I have nothing against them. But for most people, they joined it for the right reasons. It's like social connections, helping with the studies, a group of like-minded people, all that sort of stuff. Yeah, those are good reasons. I, I joined it because it seemed to be like a great group of people to get shit-faced drunk with. Which, I don't know if it's the worst reason, but it's up there pretty fucking far, right there. So um, so I go into my pledge class, and I gotta tell you, when I'm drunk, I'm, I, I hate to say this, but I'm pretty good drunk. I'm pretty outrageous and uh, gregarious and, and, and out there. And so, therefore, since I was a great drunk... The, the I would attract girls. Now, mind you, none of them wanted to have sex with me by any stretch of the imagination, but it was just more like comic relief. It's like if Curly from the Three Stooges was out of his mind, which 
I wish I was Curly from the Three Stooges. That would be so cool. Uh, but I digress. But but the thing is, I, I got girls would hang around because I just loud obnoxious. I don't know. So therefore, I was made the social chairman of the pledge class. Yeah, that is not a good idea. I already had enough problems with alcohol. Now I had alcohol and a budget for alcohol. Man, this that's just a bad equation all the way around. But I figure I'm going to have to pull this off. So we had our first party with the sorority pledge class. I'm thinking the whole way, the whole way I'm thinking, I'm going to be classy. I'm going to be classy. So I go to these apartments and I rent out their party room right there by the pool and everything. And this is going to be awesome, right? Nice apartment place, everything. And what I'm going to do, I want to be classy. I'm going to keep it classy. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to do a champagne fountain. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. Champagne fountain. And I'm going to get five cases of champagne. What's that like? About $60 worth of champagne. And I'm going to have this this really classy thing. And so I, I, I go over and I set everything up and I, I get the champagne fountain going and I and I, you know, put all the champagne into it, and I'm just, you know, keeping it classy, keeping it classy. And then, for some reason, and to this day, I do not know why, um, my thoughts were, okay, this champagne fountain is great, but you know what it needs? It needs some Everclear added to it. Yeah, freaking Everclear. If anybody doesn't know what Everclear is, it's 190 proof grain alcohol. It will strip paint off. Loosely transmitted means that if you drink it, it will fuck you up. And that's what I put into there. I don't know why. I guess it's because I'm, I am come from some like freaking white trash place or white trash. That's my, 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 my drinking thinking. I don't know. But I did it for some reason in my mind. This, <laughs> I can't believe it, adding that to the champagne was going to make this a really great time from classy to ultra classy. I don't know why. It's crazy. But I added it in anyway, added it just enough where you couldn't taste it. Uh, so there we go. All right. Party starts. Everybody starts drinking. Everybody's having a great time. It's just a wonderful time. People are laughing, hanging out. And I'm thinking, man, I've. I've done it. I've pulled this thing off. You know, I I got the champagne in there and, and the Everclear is a freaking great idea. I popped it in there and everybody's having a great time. And, I, and I'm sitting there thinking, man, I've, I've nailed this. I've just nailed this. And then all of a sudden that dream came to a sudden shuddering thud. And the thud was a, sor- a sorority girl that had run right into a sliding glass door and bounced off of it and fell onto the floor. And at first I thought, well, that was just, you know, her. She probably has a problem with everything. <laughs> but then all of a sudden, man, it was like a domino effect. Everybody started falling down. It's almost like gravity had been increased or something. I mean, people started falling over chairs, on couches, hitting the floor. I'm looking outside. I'm seeing people are falling down the lawn, on bushes, in parking lots, in cars, on cars. It was a nightmare scene, man. It was like something out of the friggin' Civil War. Oh, I mean, Civil War if the soldiers wore polo shirts and moderate shorts and had bows in their hair. That's what it would be like. The preppy Civil War right there. Uh, so, I mean, it was just terrible. I mean, it was just like a nightmare. I'm watching all this happen around me, and there's nothing I can do about it. So, so in true fashion, 
whenever you 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 do something like this, I did exactly what 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 most people do. I uh, I uh, stepped over all the people out in the parking lot and uh, snuck away and not to return to the scene of the crime because I'm smart enough not to go back there. So that was it. The the the, uh, the, the whole thing was over with. I you know I I don't know why. I just thought everybody partied like I did. I don't know why I did this. I thought everybody was a binge-drinking idiot. Uh, but what I didn't take into account is that those folks had a lot of self-confidence and self-control, which I didn't have, and I tried to make up with alcohol. So unfortunately, what's that phrase? I was putting uh, my feeling of insecurity upon them through the use of Everclear. And for that, I do apologize uh, for it, and I... But but since then, I've been to therapy, and I know that what I did was wrong, and uh, therefore, I, I do ask for forgiveness. <laughs> but but I the, the next day comes around, right? Everybody, I figure, feels like shit, but I have to go to the frat house the next day. And I did not, did not want to go over there, because I mean, I figured they were going to kick my ass, and I just, I just didn't want to go over there, but I knew I had to go over there. So I walk in and I'm just see everybody there and I and I start to apologize uh, to everyone and uh, I tell everybody I go look man about last night I just want to tell you and then they all looked at me they go yeah we know and I was like yeah I, I know I really feel and they go yeah I feel like it was the greatest fucking party I've ever been to and then everybody's there they thought it was the greatest time that ever had they thought it was just awesome that everybody was passing out falling down drunk throwing up all that and i was just like are you freaking kidding me so right then and there as they said that i did the only logical thing i could do and i quit i quit right then and there they all freaked out they couldn't believe it but i knew i knew that if i didn't quit I was going to kill somebody or I was going to seriously fuck something up. Either way, <laughs> I couldn't handle that shit, man. So I left and I never, ever looked back, never looked back. So uh, so th- that's my cautionary tale is that think about your dreams and think about if they're really dreams or if you're, in my case, just drinking to cover up dreams. <laughs> if you're drinking to cover up dreams... Don't bring other people into it. Go to therapy. <laughs> Go work on yourself. For the love of God, <laughs> just run away from everybody. I don't know, but don't. It's like that phrase, dare to dream. Yeah, well, don't dare to drink and dream with Everclear right there. So uh, I would love to tell you that after I, I left that, that I got all uh, I got all, all right and better as a, as a human being, but... Uh, but I did not. <laughs> it took me, it's it's well. I don't think I'm ever there yet. But but I'm certainly not there. I certainly didn't get there then at that time. And uh, and and well, you know, it is what it is. And good for y'all because uh, I have more stories uh, that uh, would reek of embarrassment for a normal person. But hey, not for me. I think they're feathers in my freaking story cap. Uh, that's a sad little statement to say. But by God, I'm sticking with it. So those will be coming up. On other podcasts, the embarrassing podcast of The Art of Idiocy from Brian Fuller. And if you want uh, any of these uh, sad stories uh, from books, from two books, The Art of Idiocy and The Art of Idiocy-er, please feel free to go to my website, www. 
www.chicobratx.com. That's C-H-I-C-O-B-R-A-T-X.com. And pick some up for you and your friends as both a great read and a sad read right there for you. All right. Well, uh, that's it. Uh, so um, please, on my podcast, sign up because I'll be trying to do these every single week because um, the embarrassment just keeps rolling on. The cavalcade of embarrassment keeps rolling on. Yee-hoo! <laughs> All right, until next time, peace, love, Donny Osmond. Ow!